This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Black and White Network, we have a very, very good video here for you guys today. Now, I believe a lot of people have been brainwashed into believing lies about slavery. And we have seen over the past few years, you had a lot of woke people out there saying that we need reparations for slavery. Now, Rhodes did a video yesterday how Whoopi Goldberg came out and said that the royal family needs to come out and apologize for slavery in the Caribbean. Now, last time I checked, Queen Elizabeth and the royal family, they don't have anything to do with uh, slavery. Just like over here in the United States of America, you actually have these woke people out there right now saying that black people deserve reparations. When no, no black person has ever been a slave, white people that are here today don't own slaves, and for the most part, guys, a lot of uh, white people that are in this country right now came after the 20th century around the great migration from Europe to the United States. They had nothing to do with slavery. They're not even really descended from slavery. Now, of course, um, or slave owners, I should actually say. Now, there are some white people today that actually um, are descended from slave owners. But however, they never owned slaves themselves. Now, when it comes to reparations, one bit part that is missing is it was actually called the slave trade, not a slave steal, not a slave steal. And Thomas Sowell breaks down some stuff in this uh, video we're going to react to that the left really doesn't want you to know about. It was called a slave trade. Now, we've always always heard the term, but everything was always been twisted to make you think that. The white man was just going over there to Africa and stealing slaves. No, it was a slave trade. And folks, there was a lot of slave trade going on in Africa long before white Europeans came over to Africa. But let's go ahead. Let's dive into this video. This may actually open up some eyes here. Now, we've all seen Roots. We've seen the TV show. There's actually a newer version that came out a few years also as well. But let's go ahead and Thomas Sowell will break this down. And that's probably a reason why they don't really want to teach Thomas Sowell in um, in colleges and universities, because this man drops the truth. So let's go ahead and react to this. The form in which the story of slavery has reached most people today has been along the lines of the best-selling book and widely watched television miniseries Roots by Alex Haley. Challenged on the historical accuracy of Roots, Haley said, I tried to give my people a myth to live by. Wait a minute. Alex Haley said he wanted to give his people, black people, a myth to live by. Now, Alex Haley is also descended from uh, white European ancestry, um, namely Irish ancestry, too. That was actually a movie made, um, a TV um series made in the early 1990s with Haley Berry called Queen. That was Alex Haley's grandmother. But let's move on. 
contrary to the myths to live by, created by Alex Haley and others, Africans were by no means the innocents portrayed in Roots, baffled as to why white men were coming in and taking their people away in chains. On the contrary, the region of West Africa from which Kunta Kinte supposedly came was one of the great slave-trading regions of the continent, before, during, and after the white man arrived. Yeah, because there's still slavery going on over there in Africa. It was Africans who enslaved their fellow Africans, selling some of these slaves to Europeans or to Arabs and keeping others for themselves. Even at the peak of the Atlantic slave trade, Africans retained more slaves for themselves than they sent to the Western Hemisphere. This pattern was not confined to West Africa, from which most slaves were sent to the Western Hemisphere. In East Africa, the Maasai were feared slave raiders, and other African tribes, either alone or in conjunction with Arabs, enslaved their more vulnerable neighbors. As late as 1891, it was reported that Manuema slavers had demoralized surrounding tribes, destroying crops, and famine reigned everywhere. Even in the early 20th century, Abyssinians were still raiding other Africans and carrying off slaves. It was 1922 before the British had gained sufficient control in Tanganyika to stamp out slavery there. Wait a minute, the 1920s? You mean to tell me 1920s? There was still slavery going on in Africa, but um, your dishonest, woke academics want you to believe that the United States was the last country to wipe out slavery on paper. Not the case whatsoever. Slavery was going on, folks, all the way. All you got to do is read the Bible. Thousands of years, thousands upon thousands of years. Now, also, ancient Rome they were huge on slavery. Now, like they said, Africans enslave other Africans, Europeans enslave other Europeans. But a lot of people like the movie Gladiator, right? In Gladiator, Maximus Decimus Meridius, played by Russell Crowe, he was a gladiator. Gladiators were slaves, slaves. And he was a, uh, a white guy in that movie. Slaves. That's what they were. Arabs were the leading slave raiders in East Africa ranging over an area larger than all of Europe. The total number of slaves exported from East Africa during the 19th century has been estimated to be at least 2 million. Despite the impression created by Roots, during the era of the massive slave trade from West Africa, a white man was more likely to catch malaria in Africa than to catch slaves himself. The average life expectancy of a white man in the interior of sub-Saharan Africa at that time was less than one year. By and large, men from Europe or the Western Hemisphere came to the coasts of Africa, bought their slaves, and left as soon as possible. Even so, the death rates among the white crews of the ships carrying slaves to the Western Hemisphere were as high as the death rates among the slaves themselves. It was only much later, after quinine and other medical measures enabled Europeans to survive where there were tropical diseases, was it possible for them to invade Africa in force and establish empires there. But by then, the Atlantic slave trade had already been ended. During the era of that trade, Africa was largely ruled by Africans, who established the conditions under which slave sales took place. The crew of a slave ship was in no position to defy African rulers and their armies by going out across the land and capturing people willy-nilly. 
the stronger African peoples captured and enslaved the weaker peoples. The same pattern found over the centuries in Europe, Asia, the Western Hemisphere, and Polynesia. In the Os- oh, slavery in Polynesia. Think about that, folks. I bet you that you don't hear that in um, school. You don't. To land. The Ngoni and Yao swaggered over and terrorized other tribes. In Uganda, the Baganda made life miserable for their neighbors. And the Nioro and Hima of Anko enslaved Toro women and children. The Tutsi dominated the Hutu in Rwanda. The Maasai lorded it over the Kikuyu and Kamba. And the latter, in turn, held the Indorobo in a kind of serfdom. It was precisely the fact that Europeans, except for the Portuguese, seldom participated in the raids that captured and enslaved Africans that enabled most people in Europe and the Americas to remain oblivious to the traumatic experience that this was. That's true right there, because think of this. The white Europeans coming over there to Africa, you think they were actually going to go into the continent of Africa and take slaves? No, they didn't know the terrain. There was black Africans that did all of the hard work because they knew the terrains. They knew where people were and they would capture them, enslave them, take them to the coast and sell them to the Portuguese and the Spanish and whoever else. And I don't think Thomas Thomas Sol actually mentions this in this video. When it comes to the slave trade to the new world, 80 percent of African slaves actually went to South America. Only 20 percent went to the United States. He doesn't mention that in this video, but I I know that already. With some Africans committing suicide to avoid capture and wives being whipped as they tried to cling to their husbands or children. Historian David Breon Davis pointed out that Europeans had little contact with the actual process of enslavement and that, as late as 1721, the Royal African Company asked its agents to investigate the modes of enslavement in the interior. Europeans typically saw only the end results, enslaved people being offered for sale on the coast. It was much the same story in the Ottoman Empire, where those who bought slaves had no idea what these slaves had been through before. So there you have it, guys. That is something that... um. You will not hear in school. They're not going to teach you that at all. And it's kind of dishonest, folks. It really is. The slave trade was not a racially based thing. It was happening all over the world. And honestly, folks, to tell you the truth, probably every single person on this planet is descended from a slave. No matter where it was. The Romans actually, when it comes to the city of Rome in ancient Roman times, It was it was actually believed that 90 percent of the population was actually slaves. That's a high number right there. And the city of Rome was uh, roughly like a million people at the height of um, its power in the ancient times. There was slavery everywhere. And when when the Europeans came over. To West Africa for to uh, buy slaves. They were going there because the market was already established. It is the the guys in the Middle East, the Middle Eastern people. They were buying slaves in East Africa for centuries before the Europeans came over to West Africa. But. When it comes to reparations over here. 
if you want to get down to it on who should be paying you reparations, it probably should be these West uh, African uh, countries. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Did you guys learn something? Did you guys know this? Now, the majority of uh, this stuff here, I already knew. I already knew that um, that uh, slavery was happening all over the world. Another thing also, by the way, that he didn't mention in this. Native Americans. Now, Native Americans here in this country, in the United States of America. The woke leftists out there want you to believe that the Native Americans were just innocent. No, they were enslaving other tribes before the Europeans came over here. And by the way, folks, when the 13th Amendment passed to abolish slavery, guess what? Native American tribes didn't want to give up their black slaves. They were the last ones to do it. And one thing about the past is that conquest happened. It happened. Empires fall. And when those empires fell, they enslaved the conquered people, regardless of race. Slave, the slave trade was not a racially based system. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time.